Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Basement Booker's Podcast. It's your boy, Basement Chair, with the world's most baldest Rizzes man, Rich DeRiz. And today, we will be taking good care of business. That's right. We're going to talk about World's End, the pay-per-view that obviously took place a week ago. But this time, it's personal because it's the end of the world. That's right, bro. And end of the world, end of some feuds, beginning of some new feuds, surprises, twists and turns. I can't wait to get into it. So many great things to talk about. And first, we're gonna we're gonna see that there's a little highlight uh, thing that AEW has. We'll watch that together, refresh our memories. Uh, obviously, you know, both of us, we've obviously seen this, and uh, just just in case, because you know, you never know for people. So let's uh, cut to the video. all right here we go the aew world's end look at that J- gay white and then there's briscoe look at right look this is the build Picking up the roosh and garcia look, look at that big man over there oh remember when redeemer and he did look what he did the match he wasn't having kicked. any of that shit cj perry over there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and timeless one and look look at it look at Riho. look at her she just not enough just wasn't enough oh first of all Hold on a minute. I got a question. All right. So remember the spot where, like, Luther with the rope, right? Right. On uh, Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. Here? She wasn't reaching that shit regardless. Like, Luther didn't have to do anything. <laughs> like, you can even see it here. How much mm-hmm. further back is he pulling the rope? If you look from, does the mouse appear in here? Okay. Like the mouse cursor over here by the turnbuckle, mm-hmm. there, and see the stress of the rope. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, you know, with like such little like arms, like, that's what I'm saying. With such Riho's, little arms, an inch is like a mile. Riho's arms are too short to box with God. Trust uh, me, I know about that. Yeah. So, see that? I, I love mm-hmm. the belt. Very uh, old school. Timeless yeah. cakey storm. Well, whatever. Tony Storm set her eyes on the next target. Uh, Wendy Richter. Uh, She told her she's going to fuck her up. Wendy Richter. (laughs) I'm going to fuck you up. That's Uh, right. That's Mm -hmm. literally what she said. (laughs) Listen, Wendy, if you know what's good for you, you'll watch for the shoe. You better roll to the left or roll to the right because you ain't stopping this. That's right. Tony's on a roll. Nah, nah. So this was interesting. So we didn't get Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. We got, uh, you know, the man himself, uh, Dustin Rhodes. Which I gotta say, if you think about it, it as far as substitution goes, at least it makes sense from a storyline point of view, since he's friends with Keith Lee, or should I say, tag team with Keith Lee that one time, a couple times I think the uh, the natural naturally limitless or something like that. Yeah, did did Dusty know Keith Lee? Was he around for Dusty, or is that Dusty? Um, was the one that uh told Keith Lee he's limitless. There you go. All right, so that all tracks. Or uh, uh yeah. Or, or or he said uh, I don't remember which it was. It might have been this one. Uh, he said uh, let the people bask in your glory, and then he used that. Let the people bask in your glory, baby. You're limitless, baby. Look at you. All right. Where'd you, and, where'd you uh, get that dusty soundbite? It's great. It's uh from YouTube. 
um, somewhere. Okay, let's uh, let's Guard continue here. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, like so, this I didn't understand. This get up on Darby here. Like if I were him, I would wear. He kind of reminds me of um, Mabel from Men on a Mission. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Or maybe Mabel. Yeah. But like if they sucked out all like the the body weight from him, you know, mm-hmm. and this is what's left over. Kind of you get that. I'm not shaming Darby Allen. All right. I don't want to fight Darby Allen. He's mm. a crazy person. Should I slow down to speed or is it going too fast for you? I think it's fine. Okay. There he is jumping around like an idiot. There he goes getting planted like an idiot. There he goes just falling around like an idiot. Oh, there goes Stig. He was a house of fire that night. Mm-hmm. Even though you think he's too oh. old for this shit. There's Abaddon and Julia Hart. Obviously, Julia Hart was going to uh, retain. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had some help there. Now, look, this is a problem for me. Mm-hmm. Edge, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Adam Copeland versus Adam Page. We got a lot to talk about with that one. All right. Uh, but nonetheless, here, here is another one we're going to be talking about. This is Moxley getting ready to take up boy Eddie Kingston to new heights here. Mm-hmm. He's ready. He looks like a guy who's about to be crucified for the sins. Mm-hmm. And uh, they went at it, man. Um, a lot of slapping, a lot of fat back fists. And, like, you wouldn't be able to tell from that little preview thing how it was going. Like, right. you wouldn't know that Eddie Kingston won that match. Mm-hmm. You know, it looked like he got slapped. Speaking of, this is the main event clips. Look at these highlights Oof. of the main event. Look at and this. This was it, the the unveiling, and now it's gone. So we'll talk. We'll be talking about the mid-card mafia. We'll be talking about a lot uh, AEW World's End in this next segment we call What Happened AEW World's End. Wow, what a highlight reel we were allowed to do. But definitely check that highlight reel out. It's going to be linked below. It's over at the AEW. Let them know the basement bookers uh, sent you. Hello, Aubrey. Sorry you didn't get a golden pencil this year, but you were not nominated. So I thank you for our advice and, you know, toning it back. That's that is. No, she didn't. She really didn't. We just haven't been watching that much. (laughs) (laughs) She's still annoying. Uh, no, but we have fun here. First mm-hmm. ever. Let's go. Okay, so the first uh match was uh Willow Nightingale uh versus uh Chris Statlander at the pre-show there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, Willow Nightingale won. Uh, she won. She beat Chris Statlander. Um, I guess that was fine. Um, so this is where my trouble starts. The trouble mm-hmm. begins. All unbeknownst to the rest of us, because mm-hmm. this occurs in the future. I none of us, when we did the AEW World's End prediction episode, predicted the winner of this match. No one thought that Kill Switch would win the twenty-man battle royal for a future AEW TNT Championship match. Whenever, mm-hmm. in which it's like. Why not think that? To be fair to us, if we actually had a list of the participants, we might have just said that anyway because we didn't know who was in it. Right. That they, they, they no no one knew except TK maybe. 
Trent Beretta found out because uh, he was eliminated by Kill Switch. That's so right. It could have been him, but it should have been. It would have been, but it wasn't. I mean, um, Trent. I mean, look, he may not be the one that looks like me, Chucky T over there, but at least mm-hmm. he's a guy that like looks like he works out a lot. So, um, good. Yeah. What do you think of that? Um, without I mean, hindsight, you know, I guess. Yeah, you know, like absolutely. If if I had known Killswitch was in it, he would have been my my vote. Uh, I wonder. No, I don't wonder. I don't wonder anything. Of course, because of of course I saw this. So, you know, Tony Man Battle Royal, Chuck, 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 not Chuck as in for uh Chuck Taylor, but you know, over the top rope, yada yada. Killswitch wins. All right. Well, you didn't have to do all that. Like, if you didn't have anything, like, constructive, I could just keep moving. Like, you could just be like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. All right. Yeah, so, fuck it, whatever. There you go. So, the show proper. Mm. We've made it. We've made it to World's End. Mm-hmm. Live from Long Island. Uh, might as well be 10 days away from us. Uh, we've got the Blackpool Combat Club. Claudio, Macaroni, Castagnoli, and Brian Danielson. Uh, who somehow could not defeat Eddie Kingston because Eddie Kingston was just that much better that day. Uh, Mark Briscoe on there, and then they mm-hmm. and Daniel Garcia, and they defeated Jay Lethal, Brody King, Switchblade, Gay White, and I mean Jay White and Roosh. Uh, it was pinfall there. Um, you know, almost twenty minutes. Long match there, but you know, with an eight man tag, everybody gets their stuff in. Mm-hmm. I don't have any much to report, but other than good, I guess it's fine. Good use of these guys, and anytime Mark Briscoe gets to be on like a pay per view, is that's fine with me. So, yeah, absolutely. We we picked this team to win because of Mark Briscoe, and there you have it. Yeah, there it is. Um, all right, let's talk. Let's talk a beer about Biro. Miro defeating Andrade in Idolo, El Idolo, and probably, most likely, definitely, for sure, we know, his last AEW matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was game over. Um, it had to be. Look, hopefully Miro can use this. Like, it could be like, yeah, I sent him packing or whatever and et cetera. Uh, made him look really good. Mm-hmm. So. I guess we'll see what happens with that one, Rich. Yep. So, you know, time will tell where Andrade El Ido will land. Uh, I mean, it, it's a new day in WWE. Maybe door will open, re- reopen for him. Or maybe he'll go just go back down to CMLL. I mean, the storyline is there. If he mm-hmm. were to go back, he'd be on SmackDown. You could bring him in as a face. Because Zelina's got beef with Escobar, mm-hmm. and there's the connection, and there you go. Until people realize, yeah, we like blowing Andrade. Uh, yeah, more than it writes itself. Him. So it's time to move on with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of time telling, uh, we had timeless Tony Storm with Luther, as we discussed before, defeating Riho by pinfall. Um, what do you? Uh, how did you feel about that? It, you know. Not barely ten minutes. You know, and, I feel like yeah. If if only Riho's arms were like two feet longer, 
she might have had a real shot. The match kind of came out of nowhere. Actually, no. The match absolutely came out of nowhere. Um, but, you know, like they say, Riho, first uh, AEW Women's World Champion. You know, she can kind of just come in anytime she wants and say, hey, I want a shot at the title. Remember me? I'm Riho. You're right. So you just say that. and there's a, yeah. That's fine. Oh, she's, and, she's like, she's 23 years old and has 10 years experience or something like that. So In some way, she's AEW Charlotte Flair. Like she could just show up and there's like, there you go. We got, we got issues. We got a title match going. You know what I mean? Yeah. In that way. Like, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think uh, because that seems to be the case for Akaro Shida as well. Mm. I do like I do like Riho though. I like Akaro Shida only because I like her. Like she likes to do costumes of things I like. So fair. You got to find what you like, I guess. And speaking of finding what you like, uh, Str- Swerve Strickland and Prince mm-hmm. Nana. Uh, there you go. Uh, defeating Dustin Rhodes by pinfall there. Uh, we've discussed earlier Keith Lee, unknown illness, allegedly. Um, and, you know, Dustin was, you know, the guy to pick for that. And, uh, you know, Swerve's going to move on from there. I really, it's a, I don't really have much to say on that. Yep. Same. All right. Now. Let us go on to the other eight-man tag team on the docket, which is Rich's Boy Sting and Darby Allen and the Sex Gods with Chris Jericho and the once again a baby face back to friends with Jericho, Sammy Guevara. Is he the windshield wipers? Pretty much. He's here, then there, then here, then there, then here, then there. Mm-hmm. I want you know this is different than a big show thing. I don't know if we discussed this, but we I did. think it's more. Yeah, it's like they make up, they break up. They're basically mm-hmm. married. Um, okay, they're, so they're AEW's toxic tag team, basically, pretty much. Um, so the Callis family was represented by the what is it? The Alpha Kanosuke mm-hmm. uh, Takeshita. That's mm-hmm. right, I did it. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. And uh, look, you gotta you gotta say that anything powerhouse Hobbs. Why is it they always put in powerhouse Hobbs in groups? Can he not just, you know, I'm fine with it. If he's if he's gonna get TV time and he has to be in a group, great. But I think there's something here. Well, you know, it, it is all faction wrestling. Yeah, I guess I would like to see more Hobbs matches with Callis as a manager. Yeah. Get him, get him more singles opportunities. Yeah. Uh, nothing really to report there. They did all their whatever. Sting is still Sting. So. On his farewell tour. Indeed. And speaking of, not nothing. That's not unrelated. I guess. Uh, Julia Hart uh, is the next match here, retaining her TBS championship. Why are we mm-hmm. even talking about this? Uh, there wasn't any way we thought that Abedin was going to defeat the lovely Julia Hart, Golden Pencil winner, from uh, her entrance music, uh, as mm-hmm. uh, discussed on the Bookie Awards this past Saturday. Uh, so, Rich Derez, how do you feel about that? I dig it. I like it. Um, I love Julia Hart's reign right now. I love what she's doing with it. I like that she came out and confronted Abaddon. Abaddon's kind of on a streak. Uh, getting, racking up the wins. So Julia Hart came out, 
put the towel down between them, and then poof, disappeared. Yeah, but she could even um, bite. Biting was yep. legal. Like mm-hmm. Abaddon had it uh, in her favor, and she still couldn't win. You know what? That's kind of why these house rules are in place. It's like you pick the stip, and I'll still beat you. Indeed, and I like that. Yep. Speaking of still beat you, uh, let's talk about Christian Cage, the TNT champion, took on mm-hmm. basically Christian Cage and his entire. Uh, family there, mm. the Cage family di- dynasty mm-hmm. over there. Patriarchy. Uh, yes. So first, this match ended with Adam Copeland becoming the TNT champion. However, afterwards, mm. Christian Cage had Luchasaurus give to him because you could just do that. His TNT championship match anytime. So Christian Cage got his rematch mm-hmm. and, of course, won and got well, the belt you know, back. Like Shakira said, wherever, whenever. And that's what happened. Can you just give your thing? I guess you can't compare it to Buddy in the Bank because it's a different thing. It's not the same thing. So I don't ever recall hearing that that can't be done. I just think. How do I phrase this? Fuck it. I'm going to say, I guess. No. Okay. Fair. So. Killswitch. Luchatoris has this thing. You know, he's working for Christian. He's been mentored by Christian. So he was inclined to give it away. There's obviously no clause in the contract that says you can't do so. I don't know that there is not that clause in the Money in the Bank briefcase, but no one over there in WWE has just given it away. I'm wondering if they would just do like some like someone's like wealthy, like a wealthy character. How come they haven't done that? And like they get a mercenary and it's not somebody who needs the championship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's also like they've had to have won it before. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And they're in the Money in the Bank match. And they win the championship. But after the match... I mean, they win the, the briefcase. Mm-hmm. But after the match is over... Not even after the match is over. They win the briefcase. But it's time to cash in. Mm-hmm. And they come out. But along with them is whoever that wrestler is. And they have a briefcase. And they trade briefcases with them. And the one who won the money in the bank, he opens the briefcase and it's just a bunch of money. And like the the ref, everybody else is like, wait, what? Did he just? Oh, my God. And the person that has the briefcase just bolts towards Mm -hmm. the ring and then they successfully cash in. And then you got everybody like, what the fuck? And then on Monday Night Raw, Mm -hmm. that's what it's like. You find out what happened. What the hell happened? I like it. That's. That would be fun as fuck. It's got to be so... It can't be Brock. Because, like, Brock makes more money than... Like, he's got the money. You know what I mean? It's got to be... Brock just wants a hunt. And when he's not hunting, like, moose, he's hunting people. Yeah, exactly. So it can't be him. Oh, man, that's so fascinating. Wouldn't that be, like, an interesting development if somebody did that? If all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, the championship, that's great. But then I've got a bullseye on my back. What if 
it's almost like the lump sum when you win the lottery. Because, like, you know, you get paid more for being the champion. That's what we're being told. But that's for how long you stay champion, right? So mm-hmm. what if this guy wants the lump sum mm-hmm. up front? It's like, I'm good with the money. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I've been champ before. I know what it means to have that target on your back. I don't want this shit. And there you go. So That's the reason I say it has to be somebody that hasn't had it before because you don't want to demean the championship. But, like, if it's somebody that's been to the mountaintop before. Right. Sorry. All right. So what were you going to say? No, I was thinking, like, Cameron Grimes could be the one to use the cash if he turns heel. Yeah. Corbin, I mean, the story now is Corbin has such, you know, a ton of money like that. Oh, that'd be great though. Like, if he's the one paying, because you haven't seen him in a while on regular TV, he's been on NXT the whole time, mm-hmm. just saving his money. Yeah, <laughs> just banking it, yeah. so to speak. I want to do this long term because I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. The one you can do this with. And it's ironic that it would be Corbin that's the one that's giving the money. Mm-hmm. So we can have it that the Miz is on hard times and he really needs the money. Like he's somebody who's been champion before. He's mm-hmm. got an expensive lifestyle. You know what yep. I mean? And we know, you know he's what on, his wife uh, looks like. Lim- and he got yeah, all he's on his a limited kids. allowance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Even then. You know what I mean? Like the money, like whatever, bad investments mm-hmm. make up something. He lost it as some shit coin, whatever. Maurice you know, sold his balls. It writes itself. Mm-hmm. So, all right. We're talking about AEW World's End, of course. And that's uh, right. God damn it. That's right. So it intelligently, it's, it's, it's really interesting that the match that Edge won was a no disqualification match. Mm-hmm. But then he has another match, and it's he just loses. He just loses. Yeah. I guess you know he's been through a lot. Yeah, he's gonna keep on going. I guess mm-hmm. till who knows. I'm thinking like a cage match. What do you think? Or do you do they have to like make up a new thing? A Christian cage match. A Christian cage match. You know, I did a quick Google search earlier. Yeah, what's up? And I am going to quote. Which uh, playersbio.com here. Okay. It okay. refers to him. It refers to Adam Copeland as Edge. So sorry, just try and follow here. Did you uh, just use his WWE name? I did. Edge never saw his parents together as they separated before he was born. Edge's mother, Judy Copeland, raised him all by herself. So we that means don't Edge know. is a bastard. Oh, we no, don't know <laughs> that Adam Copeland's dad is not dead. Oh my god, he could just show up. And that means that he could beat Christian Cage because his father's alive. There's a lot of potential here. Man, that's there's a lot of booking here. It's like mm. we've just booked for two shows. See? <laughs> um Iris, Tony. Uh yeah, I mean I'll do it. Yeah. I'm not that I'm not too big for that. Not too little either. That's right. Alrighty. Speaking of not too big or not too little, Eddie Kingston defeats John Moxley uh, to become the AEW Continental Champion inaugural mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. still be the strong, overweight world 
I meant to say open weight. Yeah. It's two letters, guys. Like, honestly, that's not even. All right. If somebody doesn't, if some, if a heel is feuded with Eddie and doesn't make that slip, I'm very disappointed. Caster, turn mm. heel. Get out there. Somebody. <laughs> Yo. Listen. Congratulations on becoming the overweight champion. Oh, my bad. I meant open weight champion. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. I don't want to get killed by Eddie Kingston. This is a hypothetical rap. That's That's Max Caster, the -hmm. character that I'm doing. Okay. Max Caster, the character impersonation, Mm -hmm. not basement Jared impersonating Max Caster, brother. (laughs) I'm the dude playing the dude playing another dude. That's right, dude. Uh, that's a good movie. Um, all right, main Such event. A good movie. All right, buddy. Samoa Joe strangled MJF. Long story short, not mm-hmm. even twenty minutes. Um, there were thirteen matches on the card. I know one of them was technically not really, but a part of the other one, but still, it counts as a separate match. Um, What can I say? Uh, the plan was perfect. Um, he was withered down, whittled down. He was baned, and then he was slept. And then we spoke about that. Uh, we will have spoken about that in the future. But we'll talk about that now. The mid-card mafia has been revealed. Uh, Adam Cole Bebe. is the devil. Um we're going to talk a lot about that uh, in a future episode. But, you know, the long and the short of it, Richter, is are we impressed with the Kingdom and Roderick and Wardlow being the guys? So, two parts here, right? The Kingdom and, and teaming up with Adam Cole and all of that makes sense, first of all. And second of all, called it. I called it that uh, the kingdom were the devil's rejects there. I think everyone was right because yeah, if you think about it, we've, I, I meant between us, we speculated yes. on mm-hmm. Roderick. Mm-hmm. He's technically in there. So mm-hmm. it could have been him all the time anyway, but it wasn't. It was Adam Cole because of the mask. Remember, we pointed that out a long time That's ago. Right. That's right. And Wardlow. Yeah. Surprise so to you. Which brings me to the, yeah, which brings me to the second thing. Now, we know Wardlow has had this vendetta against MJF. Putting him into another faction and having Adam Cole this week on Dynamite saying that when that uh, Wardlow is going to go for the world title and then when Cole's better, he's going to give it to him. Yeah. But pay attention. If you saw the camera work, it's not like Wardlow's not aware of what Adam Cole has said. Mm-hmm. It looks to me, if he's intelligent, Adam Cole, the Devil's Rejects, the Midcard mm-hmm. Mafia, are a means to an end. It's not like he's contractually obligated to give it to him. Mm-hmm. Let that, and I'm doing this in character. Of like Wardlow, if I was Wardlow, let that skinny bitch try to take Mm. this belt off me. I Mm. will grab him by his hair, the Mm. bitch that he is, 
and run it through the mat because I'm fucking Wardlow and you're shit. Mm-hmm. Like, this would be a Wardlow that has beaten a Samoa Joe. Like, I'm talking about the world title Samoa Joe that mm-hmm. will be at this point on a tear. Because I'm thinking mm-hmm. Samoa Joe, he's going to keep racking up wins while Wardlow, as was stated, works his way up to the card mm-hmm. to get to Joe, like Cole was saying. And it's interesting that Vince was right because it feels to me like Adam Cole right now is a manager. That's what it kind of feels like to me. <laughs> Only because he's injured. Mm-hmm. And then what we find, like, okay, he's, I'm just he's got he's he's got the old uh, CM Punk injury. I'm booking my disres- I'm bookmarking my disrespect for later, so mm-hmm. I can pull this up later. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I don't have to pull this up later. Hashtag Vince was right. So, um, like, time will tell. But mm-hmm. uh, hey. You know, I don't know. So, because it's interesting, like, with Samoa Joe and what they're doing, it's kind of brilliant. Because it was almost like an unintentional beta test when they had Joe and Wardlow going against each other for the TNT championship at one point. Mm -hmm. And that worked, I guess. Yeah. And now it's the main stage, Joe versus Wardlow for the belt and we know Wardlow can destroy Joe because he's done it yeah and fortunately they like they have kind of been like repeating a match or two here or there but like this is this would be a completely different story at least yeah like different Wardlow it's different Joe different stakes the only thing the same is the two guys everything surrounding the story is different yeah, I I keep laughing because I got the visual of Wardlow grabbing Adam Cole by his long bitch hair, just slapping him into the mat like fucking nothing. Like you hold it, hold him up this. like what like one of those uh, troll dolls. Yeah, dude. If it wasn't for and like Adam Cole, does he watch like AEW TV? Nah. Why are they doing? Why are they trying to do the same thing? You think Wardlow's gonna be like Luchasaurus and just be like, "Here you go with the biggest prize in AEW." And it's interesting, like how Adam Cole's gonna try to just copy Christian Cage. He's like, "All right, well, I mean, Christian Cage could just do it. I guess I could just do it." You, One you just give, to another. We could just give belts to each other. We could just give belts away. That's the yeah. precedent that they set. You could just give belts to somebody. You win yeah. the belt. Here you go. That's so yeah. stupid. That's so stupid. It's it's like they've circumvented the finger poke of doom, you know, or the uh, bash at the beach, Jarrett laying down for Hogan. You know what I mean? I did just watch an episode of Dynamite from a couple weeks ago, and Shivani referred to um, AEW talent as uh, WCW wrestlers. <laughs> he, said, he said here. He said here in WCW, actually. I mean, he's old, so yeah, you know, you could give him a little bit, but he's not concussed, so he's not. You know, I I, I had been thinking before because I'm I'm binging some older episodes of AEW, and I was thinking to myself before he said that, like the announcers have been better; they haven't botched lately. But you know what? It has it has been well. I'll give him that. It, you know. He, you say the same thing for like 30 years. Every now and then you're going to slip up. It's all right. That's, yeah, exactly. It's the same three letters. Sting is there. You know, yeah. Dustin's there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, technically, 
Paul White's there. Paul White. So there's a lot of people he knew there that are there. I think Jerry Lynn was in Jerry Lynn. WCW for a bit. Jeff Jarrett. Uh, Jerry Lynn was mentioned on TV, first name only, and I just assumed they were talking about me. So They weren't? You know. I know. Somebody told me it wasn't me, and it was Jerry Lynn. I'm like, all right, sure. Weird. I, uh, until I'm told otherwise. So, Yeah. Um. Well, Rich, you know, World's End is mm-hmm. behind us. Uh, we talked a little bit about what we think about the Devil's Rejects here and what should happen mm-hmm. um, with that in our coverage here. Uh, were, were you... I don't think you were disappointed that it was Adam Cole. It was more like, yeah, that tracks, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, no no disappointment. It's just, okay, I'm not surprised. I'm not disappointed. Here for it. Mask was the first clue. What really set it in was when M- Adam Cole had come back and he's talking to MJF and they're in the ring mm-hmm. and the devil comes up on the screen mm-hmm. and it looked like Cole's doing something in his pocket. So... Like you could like maybe he has like a like a USB pen or something or and like a wireless thing to activate or something. Mm-hmm. And that's why that happened. So, so you don't think he was playing pocket pool? Uh yeah, two things could be true. He's got two hands and two pockets. That's right. So like Orange get, Cassidy. Ex- look, man, don't this guy. This Orange Cassidy. He's a menace. <laughs> uh now he's Chris Statlander's problem. But what's not our problem, Richter is mm-hmm. tell him what to do. Well, if you don't know by now, hit the bell, hit the like, hit the subscribe. Comments down below. Let us know what you thought of AEW Worlds and what would you have done differently. I mean, I know the TNT title thing I would have done differently. TNT? TNT. I mixed them yeah, up. That's the only okay. Yeah, that's the only issue I had, really. Like, everything yeah. else was, you know, fine. Fine wrestling. Exactly. So, Linktree down below. Facebook is gmail.com, all of it. And Jer's got a party message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. Do what the man says. Follow the booker. Skirt, skirt. Top rope, catch a dive, catch a foot when I dive. Big pressure I apply in the ring. You won't survive. Yeah, I swerve when I drive. Yeah, I swerve when I drive. Yeah, I swerve when I drive. Defeating me, you lost your mind. Top rope, catch a bug, catch a foot. When I die, big pressure, I apply in the ring. You won't survive. Yeah, I swerve when I drive. Yeah, I swerve when I drive. Yeah, I swerve when I drive. Defeating me, you lost your mind. Pedal to the metal. I'm rebel. Willing, no red bull. I ask you, this schedule. If I'm, I'm hitting you. Knocked up your quick like federal. You need medical. John Wick suit like Seattle do. You beat me is impossible. Jump to a flip. I don't sweat, but I trip. Made a movie. Here's a clip. Barry Bonds. It's a hit. It's a hit. 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 Now I'm rich. 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 Chain music. Here's a kit. Judge table. You get hit. Top rope. Catch a vibe. Catch a foot. When I drive, big pressure, I apply in the ring. You won't vibe, yeah, I swerve when I drive. Yeah, I swerve when I drive. Yeah, I swerve when I drive. Feeding me, you lost your mind. Top rope, catch a vibe, catch a foot. 
When I die, big pressure, I apply In the ring, you won't survive Yeah, I swerve when I drive Yeah, I swerve when I drive Yeah, I swerve when I drive Defeated me, you lost your mind Top, 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 you are beautiful on the inside You are innocence personified And I will drag you down And sell you out Run Away, I am cold like December stone. I have carved out this soul made of stone, and I will drag you down and sell you out. Embraced by the darkness, I'm losing the light. Encircled by demons, I fight. What have I become? Now that I've betrayed everyone I've ever loved and pushed them all away And they've never been a slave to the Judas in my mind Is there something left of me to save in the wreckage of my life, my life I become, I become, I become, and I become, I become, I become, and Judas and this in my mind I become, I become, I become man I become, I become, I become man Judas in, Judas in my mind Judas in my mind On this shelf is a heavy cross There is blood on the path I walk any job I take is haunting me Embraced by the darkness, I'm losing the light Encircled by demons, I fight What have I become now that I've betrayed Everyone I've ever loved and pushed them all away And I've been a slave to the Judas in my mind Is a sect of it means the same in the breakage of my life, my life. I become, I become, I become it. I become, I become, I become it. Judas said, Judas said, my mind. I become, I become, I become it. I become, I become, I become it. Judas said, Judas said, my mind. Judas in my mind Judas in my mind What if I become Now that I betrayed Everyone I've ever loved I pushed them all away and I have been a slave to the Judas in my mind. Is there something left of me to save in the wreckage of my life, 
my life. I become, I become, I become a I become, I become, I become a Judas in, Judas in my mind I become, I become, I become a I become, I become, I become a Judas in, Judas in my mind Yeah, I definitely forgot the last Judas in there, and, like, I messed up, like, three times. But, hey, we did it in one take.